0: Good Wednesday, everyone. We have been looking at the five purposes why God has put us on this earth, and we are presently looking at the fifth one, and that is that he has given us a mission to share the good news. What is the good news? The good news is that Jesus made a way for us to come back into fellowship with God, that he took our sins upon his own body on the cross and died in our place, and because he died, we can live. And as a result, we will spend eternity with God in heaven. So, the fifth purpose that God has given us is that we would share this good news. Now, in order to do this, do you need to have a theological degree? Do you need to know the ins and outs of all aspects of this? No. The Bible tells us in Acts 1 and verse 8, You will be witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. And what we saw yesterday is that a witness just shares what they have seen and heard. They just tell what happened to them. And this is what God has called us to do. Just share how the good news has affected us. How our lives have been impacted and changed by the gospel. So we see that the task that the Lord has given us is to complete his mission. You see, Jesus said to us, as the Father has sent me, I'm sending you. Jesus came to do his part. He was the way. He opened the door. He took the sins of the world upon himself and died, and ascended into heaven. We have been given the responsibility of sharing that good news with others. Paul said, The most important thing is that I complete my mission, the work that the Lord Jesus gave me, to tell people the good news about God's grace. You see, it's just as important for us to share the good news as it was for Jesus to die in the cross. Because unless we tell people about it, what Jesus did will not benefit their life. Listen to Romans 10 and verse 13. Anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. But how shall they ask him to save them unless they believe in him? And how can they believe in him if they've never heard about him? And how can they hear about him unless someone tells them? And how will anyone go and tell them unless someone sends him? Do you see the process? And do you see how important it is that we fulfill this mission that God has given us? He has sent us. As the Father sent the Son, the Son is now sending us with this mission. We are to tell people what God has done for them so that they can hear it. And by their hearing it, they can believe it. And by believing it, they are saved. They have the benefit of what Christ did on the cross. So we really need to take to heart this mission that God has given us because the eternal destiny of men and women depend upon it. So where do we start? Well, it starts by sharing with the people in your own world. You see, the scripture says, you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. But it starts in Jerusalem. It starts in your own hometown. It starts right where you are. You don't have to pack your bags. You don't have to go anywhere to begin to share the good news because it starts right where you are. In Luke chapter 8, it records Jesus healing a man and delivering him from demonic oppression. And when he did, this man was so appreciative. He said, Jesus, I want to travel with you. I want to go with you. And Jesus said, no. And in verse 39, he says, go back home and tell people how much God has done for you. So the man went all over town telling how much Jesus had done for him. You see, Jesus wants us to start by going back home right where we are and beginning to tell the people around us the good news. This man went all over town. He went everywhere telling his experience of what Jesus had done for him. Now, this is the call for all of us to be witnesses. Where to start in our town? Have you gone all over your town? Have you gone all over your block? Have you gone all over the place where you work? Have you told people what God has done for you? Now, understand me, I don't mean running through the place like a crazy person saying, let me tell you about Jesus. I mean, we're not crazy. We don't have to act kooky. But I tell you this, we do need to be intentional about sharing our faith with someone else. The Bible says that we should walk circumspectly. That just means looking all the way around in all directions as you go forward. Because as you go through your life, you're going to find opportunities to share with other people what God has done for you. And for you to do that, sometimes it takes us out of our comfort zone. But any work takes us out of our comfort zone. In fact, the very definition of work is usually moving mass or a weight a certain distance. I mean, you can't work if you're just laying back in an easy chair with your legs up. And we can't work for God unless there's some effort put into it. And so, yes, we have to realize that we have a mission. We need to be deliberate. We need to be intentional. But we also use wisdom and discretion and wait for those opportunities that come. Now, I must say also in regards to this, sometimes we wait too long. I've heard people say, well, I wait for an open door to be able to share with someone. Well, I understand what they're saying, but sometimes doors are closed, but they're not locked. We need to knock on the doors of people's hearts. And if you just throw out a line or you just make a comment about something spiritual, if the door opens, then it's wide open for you to share. If they don't respond, well, just let it go then. I mean, the Lord said that we're fishers of men. And that doesn't mean just jumping in the water and trying to grab people by the throat. A fisherman doesn't do that. And we don't need to do that with people. But we do need to be focused on our mission and be diligent about it so that we take every opportunity that we have to share with someone else. Now what keeps us from doing this more? Well I think there's three myths that many people have bought into that keeps them from sharing. The first myth is that they believe that people are not interested in spiritual things. Now that is so far from the truth. There has never been a time when people are more interested in spiritual things in God than right now. In all the time that I have lived, this is the most open time that I have ever seen. I mean, I grew up in the 60s, and it seemed to be a very secular scientific time back then. I mean, when I was in university and you said you believed in God, people sort of looked at you askance. Or if you said you believed in angels. Well, you know, you were looked at strangely. But not so today. I mean, there's so many programs on the television about angels. The general population is not closed to spiritual things. I think they they did a survey and about 75% of the people said they believed in angels. The talk of spirituality is everywhere. It's on the radio. It's on television. It's in magazines. In general, our society accepts the fact that there is a spiritual dimension of man. I mean, 30 years ago when I went into the hospital, there was not an openness to ministers and spiritual caregivers as there is today. I mean, today, doctors and nurses and health professionals welcome the spiritual dimension. They realize that that is part of the healing process of people. I'm saying all that to tell us, don't buy into this myth that people are not interested in God. They are. Now, one thing I must add, though, people are more turned off towards the church than they've ever been before. And that is something we need to overcome. And we can overcome it by being the people that God wants us to be, and by applying these other principles that we've talked about, by serving other people and using our gifts and abilities to benefit them. We can remedy this as a church by being representatives of Christ and being true examples of His love and compassion. But even acknowledging all this, another survey that I read said that 65 million Americans did not attend church on Sunday but 34 million of them said they would attend if someone invited them. I mean, this is an open door for us. There are so many people in today's world that would respond to an invitation to attend church. That is an indication of the spiritual hunger that this world has. And folks, listen, we are the experts on spirituality. I mean, there are so many things that you read and hear in the media that are so far off base that are so weird that they don't even know what they're talking about. But listen, we are the ones that have been born again. We have the Spirit of God within us. We have a proper understanding of what the Spirit of man is all about and how it is given to us by God and how God comes in and regenerates us and what is the results of that. I mean, if there is ever a time that we need to open our mouths and to tell people the truth, now is the time. There is a vacuum out there that is pulling all kinds of weird doctrines and teachings into it. We need to allow the truth to come forward, and the truth will set people free. It will give them a solid foundation for their lives. The survey went on to talk about teens and their interest in spiritual things. It said that teens had more interest in talking about God than they did about sex, drugs, or music. Now, that's astounding to me. I mean, most teenagers, their life is based upon music and an interest in sex and drugs. But I tell you, there's even a deeper hunger, the hunger for God, the hunger to know Him. I know when I was a young person, the thing that drove me and motivated me was when I understood that I could know God. I could know Him for myself, that I could have a relationship with Him. I tell you, there is nothing that can match that on this earth. I mean, when you realize that you can have a relationship with the creator of the universe and you know that you can relate to him and talk to him and he has a plan and purpose for your life and he wants to use you for his purposes on earth. I mean, there is nothing on this earth that can come close to that. And I tell you, That hunger and longing is in the people all around you, no matter what age they are. That hunger is there. So let's step up to the plate. Let's be the people that God has called us to be. Let's lay hold of this fifth purpose, which is to share the good news, to be witnesses of what we have seen, heard, and experienced. And when we do that, we're going to see many, many people come to the same joy and experience that we've had in the Lord. Well, I see again that our time is gone, but we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Ken Miles. Bye for now. Life in Balance is a ministry of KW Christian Fellowship. We are located at 1000 Bleams Road in Kitchener. We would love to have you join us this Sunday for one of our services.